What's up, ladies? I'm your host, Ashley Janae, and I want to welcome you to the How to Be Fabulous AF podcast, a virtual couch created for all the sisters, queens, and goddesses who are ready to take a seat and get our whole lives in order. Admission to this audio space won't require any code switching, unnecessary filters, or mask. All you need to do is prepare to level up, shift your mindset, and increase your fabulous with every episode. It's time to talk about it and be about it. So let's get to it. Hey y'all, we are back for yet another episode of the How to Be Fabulous AF podcast. And you guys know who I am. I'm your host, Ashley Janae. And y'all, I have been thinking. No, I mean like thinking, thinking, <laughs> like really reflecting, unpacking, and processing a lot of things about myself over the past few weeks. And I have truly been learning so much. Like, it has definitely been an enlightening experience to take the time to understand myself through and through, you know? So as you guys know, last week, we actually started the conversation about self-sabotage and how detrimental it can be in our interactions if we don't take the time to take accountability. And there was one thing that I said at the end of that episode that is still kind of sticking with me. And that was the fact that at the core of our efforts to improve, at the core of our efforts to actually take accountability or even make better choices, it always starts with self, right? And I believe that that was actually one of the last things I said in that particular episode. But when you take all of this into consideration, I've decided that I really want to utilize this time. I really want to utilize this space and and really this platform to do just that. Because when it comes to our perspectives of ourselves, when it comes to self or our choices and everything that falls in between that, there are truly so many elements, y'all, so many layers that come with this process. And when you really think about it, I can't think of a better time to actually start this journey, to start this journey of self-reflection, of self-love, of self-care, and really most importantly, self-development. Because like I mentioned in last week's episode, you know, we're in this space where many of us have been stripped of what we consider to be our normal, our day-to-day activities, our uh, feeling of importance when we attach ourselves to this so-called busyness and all these meetings and got to be in this place and got to do this, got to do this and that. But not having that, we're now in this space where we literally are faced with ourselves, right? So why not utilize this time to our benefit to do, like I said before, like I've been doing, is truly like reflecting over things, looking back over things, figuring out ways that you can improve, figuring out ways that you can, you know, unpack a lot of things and process a lot of things about yourself, right? But when you really think about it, like breaking it all the way down to its core, before you can do any of this, before you can say, oh my gosh, I want to love myself more. I want to care for myself more. I want to see how much I can accomplish um, as an individual there is one thing that you have to do before you can make the choice to do any of that. And that is making the choice to take the first step to believe in yourself. So the first thing that you have to do before you decide to do anything regarding self is belief. And you have to give yourself the opportunity to believe in yourself. Like I said before, believe in your power and believe in your ability to make the changes that you're desiring to make, right? Because you can 
make all the vision boards you want to make. You can make all the lists you want to make. You can make all the goals you want to make. But if you don't have the belief that you can do those things, that you can shift your life, that you can change your way of thinking in any way, it's really not going to hold any weight. So I'm sure you're probably wondering, well, how do I even take that first step to believe in myself? How do I believe in myself? How do I make this happen, right? Because we all know that we do live in a day and age where we're so used to seeing these perfectly crafted and perfectly quotable social media memes and posts, right? So when you hear a phrase like, oh, just believe in yourself or oh, just show yourself a little love or a little grace or a little care or what, or what have you, these types of things, when they are produced at such a rapid rate or such a a repetitive rate with no real weight to it, they can begin to become a little cliche. So that is why I decided to actually title this particular episode, How to Believe in Yourself. Like for real, for real. Because like I said before, we all have so many layers. We have so many perspectives, so many past experiences. I mean, doubts and and fears and all of the like. So it's really gonna take a lot more than a perfectly crafted uh, Instagram post (laughs) to truly get us to make a change, right? So in today's episode, we're actually going to lay the groundwork to start this process like once and for all. So we're going to take the time to actually explore some of the common reasons that it's typically hard for us to believe in ourselves on a consistent basis. And some of the habits that we can start to do really today, um, that will help us shift our belief systems. Now, when you think about some of the most common reasons why it's hard for us to believe in ourselves on a consistent basis, there are actually two main areas that I personally want to explore. And I decided to choose these areas because I've, I've seen them take place in the lives of people. And I've also experienced them from a personal standpoint, right? So, The first area that I wanted to explore was the fact that we are usually our toughest critic, right? Because it is so easy for us to see the potential in somebody else, but we struggle to see past our own faults and we struggle to see our own potential, right? So how many times have you guys had somebody come to you, maybe it might have been a friend, a loved one, or a family member, somebody you're really close to, and they might tell you something like, oh, hey, you know, I've been thinking about doing this new project, or I'm working on this particular thing, or what have you, right? And you look at them and you say, oh my gosh, that is an amazing idea. You're going to be great at this. You're so good at this, or you're so smart, or you're so efficient, or you're so this, or you're so that, I can already see your name in lights. I know you're going to be great at this. You're going to be amazing. I mean, we lay out the red carpet (laughs) as it pertains to potential that we see in other people, right? But what happens when we flip that and we may make a new goal for ourselves and we'll say like, oh my gosh, I really want to do this thing, or I want to get this done, or I want to get to this next level in my life, but we will go out of our way to find the reasons why we don't feel that we're capable, why we don't feel like we're enough, why we don't feel like we're the right person for that particular goal or that particular avenue that we're trying to go down, right? We are masters at being our toughest critic for this particular reason. Like we are conditioned to see the things or see our personal faults versus seeing our potential, right? 
Therefore, our self-talk is not necessarily allowing us to get to that space of belief that we need to be in to actually get this thing done, right? So to expand upon this even further, I actually came across a, a post that Megan Good posted and it went a little something like this. And it said that when I was going through a really rough and painful season and being very hard on myself, my best friend asked me, would you ever talk to me in the way that you're talking to yourself right now? And I said, no, of course not. And she said, then don't talk to yourself that way. Don't say mean things to yourself. And when I saw this post, I'm like, how true is this? Because like I said before, we are so conditioned for whatever reason to be our toughest critic. We're so conditioned for whatever reason to allow our self-talk to be detrimental to ourselves, to beat up on ourselves, to convince ourselves of ways that we can't do something or that we can't accomplish something or whatever the case may be or that we're not qualified enough or whatever story you're conditioned to telling yourself right and the crazy part about it is even in the midst of all of this many of us think that we have mastered the aspect of loving on ourselves and caring for ourselves with the utmost effort right especially now like i was saying earlier in the episode with the fact that we live in this day and age of things like, oh, self-care Sundays and this major phenomenon that we have surrounded around the idea of self-love, right? We've forgotten that, you know, loving and caring for and really believing in ourselves goes so much deeper than the surface. And when it comes to these things, you know, loving on yourself and believing in yourself, it just isn't the idea of, you know, avoiding the to- the toxic uh, energies or the toxic behaviors or toxic traits of other people, right? But it's the little self-inflicted things that we do in times of pain, uncertainty, and disappointment that really carry a lot of the weight. Because at the end of the day, I mean, we can cut people out of our lives left and right, but none of that helps when the constant of self still remains. Now, the second area that I wanted to explore is the fact that believing in yourself is sometimes hard because what you're trying to believe in or build for yourself is sometimes completely foreign to the normal way or your normal way of thinking and living, right? So for example, how many of you have ever been in a space where you have maybe felt the urge to go against the grain or go outside of your comfort zone or just really feeling like you've been put here to really do something greater? You know, I mean, whatever that means for you, whether it's climbing new heights in your career, starting a new business, uh, building a better legacy and standard for your family, or even just believing in love and like a fruitful relationship for yourself, right? I mean, no matter what it is, desires like these usually come at a time when we rarely have any examples to pull from, right? So it takes a very high level of belief to push past all of that doubt that may be arising during your quest to accomplish these new things, right? Because like I was saying before, when you're trying to reach new heights or you're working on conditioning yourself to a new level of belief, you're usually met with these constant negative thoughts or this constant self-talk with things like oh my gosh like how on earth can I get this done when I've never seen the proof of it actually happening around me or what makes me any different from anybody else in my family right like how can I get this done when nobody else before me has has ever been able to do it right 
Or how do I reach these this new level with all of these obstacles that I see in front of me? And I mean, that's just a few of the things that we tell ourselves about reasons why we can't do something, right? I mean, the list could definitely go on and on. But it's just like one of the verses say in the Bible, I'll have to actually look up the reference for it. But I recall it saying something along the lines of you can't put new wine into old wineskins. So at the end of the day, we have to learn how to get into the habits of adding a shift in our beliefs to our list of things to do. So before we embark on the journey to do anything new, we have to learn how to make a true shift in our beliefs or else we'll really be back at square one, like I said before, right? And this is actually the same reason there are so many New Year's resolutions that go unresolved. And usually this is the reason why there are a lot of times you see, you know, people who win big lottery jackpots or what have you, and they end up broke maybe like five years later, right? Because they're not conditioned to believe in the things that they are aiming for. When you throw a whole bunch of money in somebody's lap who isn't conditioned to manage it, they'll end up right back in the land of broke, right? <laughs> or if you throw all of these new habits and new ideas into the into the face of someone who hasn't conditioned themselves to believe that they can actually do it, it ain't gonna happen. And just a little disclaimer before we go any further, these particular habits that we are observing in this moment, it's not to bash ourselves. Because a lot of times when you have these conversations about self-reflection and about accountability for ourselves, it can sometimes be misinterpreted as ways to just continue to place fault or to place blame on yourself um, and about why you can't do something, right? So that's not what we're doing here. But like I was saying before, this type of behavior is actually quite similar to the brief discussion discussion that we had last week about self-sabotage, right? Because a lot of times, you know, the things that we're doing, they're purely out of habit. So you guys would be surprised at how powerful repetition really is when you start paying attention to it. So that is what we're doing in this space. We're paying attention to the repetitive habits that we have that aren't necessarily serving the ideas of who we desire to be. Because the truth of the matter is, I mean, we're definitely equipped with the ability to believe in ourselves with a very high level of confidence, right? But for some reason, we're only motivated to use it at times when it quote unquote really matters. We can easily find our positive traits when our why and our motivation is clearly defined. Think about it this way. So when you think about job interviews, for example, or whenever you're going after a new job, right? How many times have we gotten our resumes all polished up? We've listed out all the reasons why we are so dope and why we'd be the perfect fit for the position, right? I mean, we get on the interview and we are singing our praises, y'all. Like we'll say things like, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm a team player. I'm organized. I'm highly efficient. I'm super productive. I'm talented. I'm timely. I'm all of these things, right? Like at the end of the day, we're very adamant about ensuring that the outer perception of ourselves is in tip top shape. But how can we get to a space where we place this same care and this same attention to our inner perceptions of ourselves? (music) 
Well, that is our cue, and you guys know the drill. This is the segment of the show where we truly learn how to be fabulous AF. We'll be taking the topic of the day and learning how we can shift our perspectives towards it and learn how to grow through it, or as I like to say, glow through it. Now, when it comes to truly laying the groundwork to believing in yourself, there's actually one word that you have to keep in mind, and that word is repetition. Because like I mentioned earlier, or just a few moments ago, (laughs) you'd actually be surprised at how powerful repetition really is when you start paying attention to it. And I was actually reminded of this um, in a fun way (laughs) the other day when I was online watching the battle between Teddy Riley and Babyface, right? Now, before I go any further, I am so thankful that they were able to get through the technical issues that they were experiencing to actually allow us to witness this historical moment in music that that night was, right? Because to be able to see two greats on Instagram live play hit after hit, I mean, it was so dope and it was truly amazing to witness, right? But even in the midst of me watching this, I was so amazed at the fact that as they were playing some of these songs, like I was able to recite the lyrics and sing along with ease. And I'm talking about with songs that I have not heard in years, but it might've been something that, you know, I heard growing up time and time again at family cookouts or events or, you know, in being around my parents or my sister or what have you. I was able to hear this music and say like, oh, I know that that used to be the jam or you're reciting lyrics or what, or what have you, right? And this just reminded me of the true power of repetition and how our minds really hold on to thoughts and memories. And the same actually goes with movies, because how many times have you sat down to watch an old movie that you might have watched time and time again in the past? Right. But you sit down and you watch it now and you can recite the lines like you were a member of the cast. Right. (laughs) So. This same thing actually happens with our thoughts and our beliefs from the past, like I said before. And that is why so many of us struggle with believing in ourselves on a consistent basis because we are constantly dealing with, you know, the old programs of our childhoods, of our past hurts, of our traumas, and even disappointments. So, This is actually why I'm so thankful that the importance of mental health is starting to become less taboo and more of the norm in our generation. Because nowadays, I mean, we talk about going to therapy just like we talk about going to happy hour. And in all honesty, I'm here for it. Because if we truly want to make a change or really see a change in our perceptions, we have to start peeling back these layers and start to create new habits that are going to be more serving to us, right? So keeping that in mind, here are a few things that you can actually start doing today that will help you start to believe in yourself just a little more. So first up on the list, we have become a woman of your word. If you say you're going to do something, don't break that promise to yourself. Now, when it comes to this tip, I have to put a large emphasis on the aspect of yourself, right? Because many of us who are listening to this podcast and myself included, is the fact that many of us aren't flaky. Like we don't break promises to people without, you know, some sort of explanation. We keep our word. We're, we're great in our careers. You know, we do amazing things, right? But for some reason, when it comes to actually honoring ourselves and honoring our word to ourselves, we're a lot more relaxed because how many times have we said we're going to do something or we made a goal or 
something that we want to accomplish and we're like, ah, well, I'll do it tomorrow. I don't have to do it today. I don't feel like it right now or I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to honor that right now or I don't feel like transforming or, or whatever excuse we give ourselves, right? Like we've been talking about throughout this episode. But what that's doing is it's basically creating that repetition that when you tell yourself you're going to do something, there it carries no weight. So when you say, "Oh yeah, I'm going to I'm going to get this accomplished or I'm going to finally, you know, start exercising more. I'm going to finally start eating better. I'm going to finally stop um entertaining things that aren't serving to me." It's like your subconscious mind may think like, "Oh, well, yeah, that's that doesn't hold any weight because you said that you were going to do it last month and and here we are and you still haven't done it, right?" So you have to get to a space of where Even the little things, if you say that you're going to wake up at a certain time, wake up at a certain time. If you say you're going to cross this little aspect off of your to-do list, then cross it off of your list and eliminate the distractions. So it's taking those little steps to honor your word with yourself because we have to learn how to put ourselves on the same pedestal that we put everyone else around us on. Because at the end of the day, when you speak, you're listening. I hope that that makes sense. And that effortlessly leads us into the second tip, which is watch yourself talk. So when you speak to yourself, are you saying things that are detrimental to the new beliefs that you want to have? Like, are you saying things that don't entertain the woman that you want to be? Are you saying things like, oh, I'm, I'm always procrastinating or I can never get anything done or I don't have what it takes? Like I said before, you're hearing that. So start to adjust the way that you're speaking to yourself. Like, yes, I can get this done. Yes, I I know what I've experienced in the past, but I am creating a new normal for myself. I'm creating new habits for myself. I can do this. I am fully capable. I have the power to get this done. I am the one, period. So as you start to shift the way that you're speaking, the way that you are addressing yourself and who you are as a woman, your beliefs will start to align with those words that you're speaking. And that actually leads us perfectly into tip number three. This is going great, right? (laughs) So tip number three is actually develop the habits that align with what you're working on believing. So whatever it is that you're actually believing for or that you're wanting to accomplish in your life, start to do the little things that are a reflection of that particular goal or desire. So for example, If you're on your job and you want a promotion, start acting like you're already in the promotion. If you're done with your work, figure out ways that you can help other people in the department. Figure out ways that you can maybe show up earlier. Figure out ways that you can start to embody the promotion or the the position that you want to be in, right? And that that actually applies to really any area in your life. So if you're a person who wants to exercise more or you want to develop more healthier habits, what type of lifestyle do people who exercise more and have healthier habits, what do they do on a daily basis? Start to try to implement those things into your life now instead of waiting for some magical moment for it just to happen. You have to start taking the initiative to start doing these things whether it's big or small, to actually see a shift, to actually see a change. Because like I said, that repetition and those repetitive habits will start to shift and align your beliefs to what it is you want to accomplish. And number four on the list is to give yourself some grace. 
for how far you've come and what you've been able to accomplish. So when you do find yourself in a space where you are working on shifting your beliefs to believe in yourself more, you know, instead of going to that space of detriment where you are being your toughest critic or really honing in on the ideas of why you can't do something, don't do that. Instead, give yourself an opportunity to look back over the things that you have been able to accomplish and use that as weight, like use that as the weight to say, you know what, if I could do this, I could definitely do this new thing that I'm believing for, right? So it's a matter of choice in these moments where you're faced with, do I choose my old narratives and do I choose my old way of thinking or do I choose to stand upon the idea that no, I can do this. And number five on the list is to simply enjoy the process. Because think about it this way. How many of you guys have ever been like maybe watching a new movie or watching a a new show and somehow, some way, somebody spoils it for you. And they're like, oh yeah, this this person gets married at the end or this person ends up running away at the end or, or whatever it is. And you're like, oh my gosh, like why would you tell me that? Like I was so invested in this movie. I was so excited to see this movie or I was so invested in this series. And now what's the point? Because I already know how it ends, right? So we need to actually develop that same perspective when it pertains to our day-to-day life because that's what we're here for. We're here to learn. We're here to grow and experience the the excitement of the ebbs and the flows of what we know to be life, right? And when you take all of these tips into perspective and when you start to implement them on a daily, daily basis, you'll start to realize that these new habits and the repetition of these new habits will start to uh, sprout new changes in your life as it pertains to your ability to believe in yourself more right and before we go I do want to offer one one more suggestion that would actually be helpful for you and that is as it pertains to tip number four about giving yourself grace about how far you've come and what you've been able to accomplish right it will actually be helpful if you guys use this as homework and actually keep a journal or start to keep a journal of all of your wins and all of your accomplishments. And that is whether you consider them to be big or small, because in doing this, you'll be able to use these as a reference and really as evidence that pure magic happens when you truly put all the BS aside and make the bold choice to believe in yourself. And that is in whatever way that means for you. So I have to ask you one question. Are you up for the challenge? Okay, ladies, that brings us to the end of this episode. But before you go, don't forget to show us a little love by sharing this episode with a friend, subscribing, leaving a rating, a comment, or if you really love us, you can do all the things. And you can also keep up with us on Instagram by following our sister page at fablife underscore 31. And you can also join our community by visiting our website, www.fablife31.com and clicking on the podcast link. But until next time, no matter what you decide to do today, don't forget to sprinkle it with a little bit of fabulous. Later.